Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of the two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing, Jay? It's the same day, same routine. It's Groundhog's Day, Michael. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, I'm all for opening it up, but let's let's do it safe, people. Be let's safe. Be, be safe, exactly. be smart, because I don't want to get put back into quarantine two months from now for an even longer period of time. Yeah, there, there's a saying in carpentry that you measure twice, twice and you cut once. once. Yep, my dad right. told – that was the one of the biggest lessons my dad taught me as a little kid when we're out it's in the garage. It's a good lesson, right? It's like measure it twice so you only cut it once because when you cut it wrong, you can't put the wood back on. No, and I think of that when I think of this pandemic is like let's do this right, okay? Yep. Let's let's measure this thing twice. Yeah, yeah. Leave sure. it at that. Um, so, a uh, quick shout out. Thank you to, to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot for supporting the show. Everybody at Bands in Town, thank you so much for your support as well. And of course, to discmakers.com for your continuing sponsorship. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musician. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and t-shirt online through your website has become an important income generator. I've, I've took the liberty to edit the, the copy here to remove at your gigs because uh, <laughs> sadly, let's be honest, the gigs aren't happening for, for a, yeah. a while here. So you better be selling yeah. your stuff online through your website. Um, 100%. Every CD you sell, you'd need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. Just talked to a client yesterday. It's like, tried and true. Get that black T-shirt up on your store, if nothing else. T-shirt and a hat. Those are the biggest sellers day in and day out. And not just for indie artists. For the big guys of the world who are doing world tours, at the end of the day, that's their number one sellers are still t-shirts black t-shirts and hats it works um our friends uh at disc makers put together this great offer for us to extend to all the music biz weekly listeners and viewers out there head over to discmakers.com place an order for a hundred or more cds which isn't a lot which if you're selling them and you're marketing them you should be able to move through them uh when you check out, use the code FREEBIZ, F-R-E-E-B-I-Z, all one word, FREEBIZ. And with that promo code, you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs, which you can just turn around and put right back in to buy some more product. Um, so, discmakers.com, order 100 or more CDs, promo code FREEBIZ, and save up to 150 bucks in shipping. So we got a guest awesome. joining us this week, and it's uh, it's a very cool service. Ah, great service, great platform. Can't wait to uh, explore it more. Yeah, we we are joined by uh, Jason Hobbs, who's the founder of Found E, founder of Found E, um, F O U N D dot E E. Uh, you gotta gotta check this out. It's all about advertising, remarketing campaigns, landing pages. Yep. All of the tools a musician should be using or will need to be using. Yep. So let it roll. Check it out, Jason from Foundy. 
Today, we're happy to have Jason Hobbs, founder of Foundee, uh, a platform that allows you to generate targeted advertising and retargeting pools, which we'll get into in a moment, retargeting pools of interested fans for your music. Um, Jason, thanks for joining us. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Foundee has been around for a while. Um, I noticed that some of my clients use it. I went in and kind of kicked the tires on it. Um, I haven't yet kicked off a campaign, so this timing is perfect. Tell us a little bit about Foundy. Yeah, so uh, I think we launched around seven and a half, eight years ago. Um, So like you guys, I um, come from an agency uh, advertising background, marketing background, marketing services. Um, I started a little marketing agency about 10 years music space coming out of you know dot coms and really boring uh, ad agency verticals um, and uh, a couple years into it you know we were tired of dealing with the same problem over and over again so we built Foundy <clears throat> we built it for us initially uh, we we launched with um, with Saint Vincent on her self titled album release with Loma Vista um, everything was done masked though we we hid everything in Bitleys it was never intended to be a branded thing or uh-huh. shared. You know, we wanted to use it for our agency. Um, and somehow, I don't remember how exactly, but a report um, that we used to um, present to Tom Wally, the uh, founder sure. of uh, Loma Vista, it circulated. I think the, um, the creative director, like, you know, sent it around or something. And literally, like, overnight, um, we had 150 music companies were like, hey, can we use this thing too? And we're like, uh, we got to build a front end. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stand by. Yeah, give me a week. Um, and wow. so, yeah, we spent the time. A great um, story. Built a front end. And uh, yeah, now we have 4,500 music companies that use us globally. Um, wow. We have a whole suite of tools. And so, you know, people will use us in combination with, you know, Google or Facebook or whatever else or, or, or you know, like a link buyer or smart URL or something like that. Um, we have a, some of those, we have some shared tools. Um, you know, a lot of us have short links and geo links and geo pages and stuff like that. That's where we started uh, almost eight years ago. Um, but our intention was always to have a, a very open uh, ecosystem, something that was agnostic. You can plug in Google or Facebook or use it with Bitly at the time or later Smart URL or use it with Linkfire if you'd like. Um, and, uh, and the point was always, to build remarketing audiences, um, very targeted remarketing audiences. So you knew who was engaging Apple versus Spotify versus, or really Amazon versus a streaming platform. If you have an opportunity to sell a physical good, sell the physical good. It's a much better margin. It doesn't right. take a thousand spins to you know, equal a, a small paycheck. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, we, we built it initially for that. Um, and then over the years, I think uh, uh, Google and Facebook, um, you know, they're, they're, they're complicated uh, for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. they, um, they're expensive, actually. Like, you know, I, th- I think, um, uh, you know, Ad Stage just put out their quarterly benchmark report literally two days ago, I think. Um, so e-marketers somewhere uh, behind them, Forrester and Clixy, mm-hmm. they're all coming sure. out right about now. Their costs per click are, are like, you know, averaging 78 cents and above. Oh and, you know, when we look at like, Music industry specific, eh, it gets a lot lower than that. You know, I think um, you know when we do audits of labels, we see around forty-two cent cost per outbound click um, for an actual link click into some other uh, mechanism. Um, our average CPC across thousands of advertising campaigns over the last um, couple of years is twenty-eight cents, and we're talking 
you know, for sure, there's like the Marilyn Mansons and, you know, um, BB Rexas or you know, large artists are using it, but um, we have a way yeah. more <clears throat> tiny baby bands than we have large artists. And, yeah. and still getting a 28 cent CPC. So we wanted to do something that we could give, um, we can just remove these uh, barriers to entry, the friction. Um, some of that was cost. And so, yeah, we built this so that we can, people could still use Facebook with it and Google and whatever they want with it. But we gave them something that we're hoping uh, will just always be advantageous to use. And, yeah. um, and so far it is. So, uh, so yeah. So, so, so talk J- about J- that for a second. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead uh, I was going to say, so Jason, just so you know, our listeners who who are going, oh, this this is starting to sound interesting, but you know, they still don't know exactly what Foundy will do for them. They know yeah. Facebook ads. Everybody says Facebook mm-hmm. ads, Facebook ads, Facebook ads, and to your point, they can be very expensive, especially when you've got baby bands who are trying to do it themselves who don't understand how the yeah. Facebook ad system works and at the end of a yeah. at, at the end of a 30-day campaign they look at it and go my god it cost me a dollar 50 for every like or click or something along yep. Facebook sucks mm-hmm. you know that's the end result I hear it all <laughs> Facebook sucks well it's you not. said it I agree with it <laughs> exactly so are 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 is foundy a Placement for Facebook ads, or is Foundy a layer on top of Facebook ads where you set the ads up in Foundy, but they're they are run through Facebook? Just so our listeners can get a better picture of how this works. Yeah, um, I would say that uh, you use it in combination with Facebook. If you have a built-in audience, you have ten thousand Facebook likes or five thousand or whatever it is, use Facebook to reach those people. Because unfortunately. You're not organically, so you're going to have to pay to reach those people. But the second you want to go outside of that, you want to prospect, you want to find new audiences, that's where you move into Foundy. Also, if you're using Foundy to build your audiences, you can skip Facebook reaching your 5,000 people with, you know, by paying for it, then just reach them organically. Um, Foundy lets you keep hold, uh, keep track of the people that are engaging, but not just a passive thumb up or whatever. It's people that engaged your landing page and out of five options specifically chose to go to Amazon or specifically chose to go to Apple, our system automatically builds segments for those people and they roll up into your account. You can say, okay, I just want to reach the Amazon people and I want to share the Amazon offer with them. Or I want to reach the Apple people because I'm really trying to drive up my streams there, but I just want to make sure that the creative is Apple, the landing page is Apple, and that the message is all about Apple. And so you you set up the ad campaign there. Um, Gotcha. I think... You know, especially for the more long-tail DIY artists, Foundy is way more uh, advantageous because you don't have 10,000 likes a lot of times. Um, well, so to, and, to, to, uh, to, to that real, to real, real quick, to that point, so, you know, the, yeah. one, of the, fir- the one of the first things, especially baby bands will use Facebook ads for, is to find an audience. They've got no likes or they're a yep. brand new band and they've got 100 likes and they need to grow it. So using Foundy yep. to, to go out and find your new fans out there wherever out there mm-hmm. is will foundy search will will foundy target facebook will foundy find them on twitter will found you know is is foundy looking for them in the whole internet ecosystem or can you specify yeah i i really just want new fans right now for my facebook page and therefore the found foundy um ad looks in the facebook ecosphere so 
because Facebook had Facebook pretty well covered and they also killed their FBX um, program, um, we decided not to build uh, an ad platform that touched uh, Facebook. Rather, we curated uh, a network that includes Rolling Stone, Billboard, Paste, Spin, NME, Consequence of Sound, Double, uh, you know, Double XL, Complex, etc. Um, so, where an artist will use Facebook, uh, especially you know the DIY artist trying to find people, let's say that are just fans of rock music, um, you know, Facebook has this inference-based data management system. You know, if you've ever said on your Facebook page, like, you know, I went to um, you know Bottle Rock in, in Napa Valley, and lo and behold, Marilyn Manson was standing there drinking a glass of Merlot next to me, and then you know someone, and then your one of your parents or something thumbs up that post. Well, Facebook's like, bing, 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 all these keywords. Yep. You know, maybe, maybe grandma likes Marilyn Manson. Probably not. <laughs> you know, probably not. Let's assume not. Um, then again, maybe, you know, <laughs> but um, Facebook makes those assumptions. Oops. Am I losing you guys? No, well, your, 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 your video is frozen, but we can still hear you. Or maybe not. Did we lose you, Jason? If you can hear us, we can't hear you. Can't so hear let's you give it a Can't. Let's give it a second. Frozen. <clears throat> it's a nice shot, though. Sorry, guys. I'm back. Oh, there no, you go. No worries. No worries. I'll be able to edit that out. <laughs> Not okay. Cool. Got a new computer and haven't figured out the video card yet. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. So Facebook makes those assumptions, and um, yeah. you know, and, and so you get a lot of bleed that you don't you don't want. You're paying for and. Um, with our platform, um, we're only focused on music. We don't have to try and identify, um, you know, music right. in this like smattering of keywords and thumbs up. You know, my mom will like something just because I posted it, not right. because she's interested in of the content course. of it. That's right. Um, but the people that funnel through Foundy, they like the music that they're they're clicking through, that they're engaging. They specifically chose to go to that landing page or that link. Uh, or read the article on on NME or whatever it is, right. um, and so Foundy has the luxury, thankfully, of being able to keep all of the data contained within the music ecosystem, um, and uh, and so that that's why it's you know I, I think more efficacious for music than Facebook, who frankly doesn't yeah. really have an agency or doesn't have a, a vertical rep for the. Uh, for advertising at Facebook. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it sounds like you have your own network, and it's a music-centric network. Right. Um, so, so talk a little bit about retargeting for for folks that are listening who that's a foreign term to, and it, it's such a, a a big part of your success. Talk about what retargeting is and why it's important, and how you go about it. Yeah, I will. Um, do you? Can I share my screen as part of this? Or sure, sure. Yeah. Feel free. I was thinking I can probably show some of this a little easier as I'm well. I'm not sure so, how much of it is going to get recorded. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's definitely share screens. Okay. Um, there, I can see your screen. Fantastic. Uh, so I did a quick search for Foundy um, on. Oops. Man, I am having computer difficulty when it comes to Twitter and all kinds of things. So I did a quick search for Foundy on Twitter. Um, and we'll see that, um, you know, we'll see just who's using the platform as of late. Um, and so what happens is an artist or a label or somebody, they'll build these links. So this is a, a Foundy link. These are the short links that we started with, you know, almost eight years ago. Um, or maybe it's a landing page. I don't know by looking at it. Okay, so this 
This is uh, Fearless, um, promoted Fearless at Home. Apparently, there's an article on Billboard, and they're pointing people to Billboard. Well, when people click on this link, it actually fires a remarketing pixel as well. So it's still going to take people to where they want to go, um, but it fires a remarketing pixel at the same time. And when it does that, it's going to allow the owner of that account to reach the people that engage that. Um, so, you know, as somebody clicks on this John Legend link, and it takes them there because my computer is going slow, I'm not going to click on it. Um, <laughs> It'll fire pixels, and then you can reach those people that clicked on that link through advertising. And it's it's a bit like going to a you know an airline uh, website or a hotel website, and you don't check out, and then you see ads for it you know over the next twenty four or forty eight hours or whatever it is. Sure. Um, so um, yeah, so people use it for uh, let's say uh, short links. Um, they also build these landing pages uh, in our system. So uh, you know you can build out a really cool. I mean. You know, depending on, on how you look at it, maybe it's uh, for a specific campaign. Maybe it's just to share with, um, you know, uh, the world, like, you know, uh, a collection of your retailers and media and stuff like that. I suppose like an EPK replacement to a certain degree. Um, but the cool thing is as people are driven here, well, it fires a remarketing pixel. So you can now reach anybody that went here. But very importantly, say somebody clicks on Pandora. Well, our system is doing this for you. It already knows that there are, I don't know, it was eight links on there. Um, and out of the eight links, somebody picked Pandora. So now when the time comes for you to go and set up a campaign, you can say, I just want to reach the people that have engaged Pandora or Spotify or Apple. So here's our, here's our system. Actually, I'm taking you into the beta today, guys. Um, so Yay. hopefully we'll be live next week. Um, but Super then cool. we keep track of this. You know, I'm sure you guys have built a, a remarketing audience on AdWords or, or Facebook. Um, yep. And it can be cumbersome, especially when you're setting up for a brand new artist or a brand yeah. new... you got to no build doubt. 20 of them maybe. And then if you forget to build that one that's really important, they're not really retroactive. Ours are retroactive. So as long as the pixel fired, you can later say, I specifically want to reach the people that came from Billboard and went to Fearless at Home or went to Rolling Stone or, you know, what that wouldn't make sense. But, you know, went from place yeah. to place. Um, and the whole point of that is so you can go, okay, cool. Just want to reach my Apple audience. And here we go. In language, Apple. There's a rock band here that um, we're uh, big fans of, and they let us use their <clears throat> their art and stuff for, uh, for, for demos. Testing. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> every now and then we'll run a campaign. So this is us setting up an advertising campaign and a remarketing advertising campaign. Um, so these are usually you know, five and a half minutes, uh, eight minutes spent on the platform um, to set up, I mean. And um, as you can see, it builds out the summary for you on the right-hand side. We know that we're targeting just our Apple Music fans. Uh, I didn't set uh, a large budget, just 50 bucks. And uh, now we can upload our creatives. Um, in this case, I'm actually going to pull up a creative because there's something really cool I want to show you. So we now have something called... HTML5 ads or interactive ads. So this ad can literally show up on Pace Magazine or Rolling Stone, and it's actually playable with an Apple unit. Um, and it's fully interactive. So you skip a whole step in this case, and we'll drive people to Apple, and we're done. We literally have finished setting up a remarketing advertising. And the, and the platform sizes that to the proper specs for you? Yeah, so you can... Uh, uh, actually, I'll go back. I'll show you a couple of um, places. So you, you can upload uh, any IAB standard. We only recommend five sizes because they're the most common, mm -hmm, especially sure. in our network. You know? yep. um, but, uh, and, and with that, um, we've now 
allowed people to build these you know ads directly inside of the system. Um, banner here, I can't spell. Um, and so now, if you don't have Photoshop skills, uh, or if you do, because you can still change out the you know the background um, <clears throat> as well. But um, you know, in this case, we're not going to use any Photoshop skills. And say I want to grab and I want to tell people about this song here. And it doesn't have to be uh, Apple. It can be uh, uh, any kind of widget that we approve. So Spotify, SoundCloud, Show.co, MailChimp, etc. Sure. And boom, we now have an ad. Um, and That's we let fantastic. you pick different sizes, of course. If you're like, hey, I want to do this size instead or you know, these sizes. And so these are, these are pretty common sizes for, um, for what's in our network. This can be a whole playlist as well. You can capture emails, do all kinds of cool things. Jason, um, let me let me ask yeah. you to just for further clarification for for our listeners about retargeting because I just want to try and paint it in a picture that they may yeah. understand what it means. Because to Jay's point, retargeting you've probably heard about it, but it's probably one of these things where it's like, oh my god, this scares the crap out of me because I don't know <laughs> what this is. Um, yeah. Is it safe to say retargeting in in a in a an experience that people are already probably living in? is very much like what Facebook is already doing to you. Meaning, yeah. you know, Facebook mm. plants a Facebook pixel everywhere on the <laughs> internet. Well, I shouldn't say Facebook does. The the the, yeah. the third party companies plant these pixels on their website and it gathers this data so they can turn around and remarket to you. So example right. being, we've all done this. You're on you 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 go to Amazon.com. You browse around. You look at a product. You even buy a product, and then tomorrow you go to Facebook. And oh my God, how does Facebook know to put that ad for what I just looked at right there on my screen? Uh, that's that, right. That's retargeting in in the simplest sense, correct? Yep, that's the that's a perfect uh, example of that. Yep. So so and, so, and so you you you've ahead. already been part of this. You you guys, everybody listening, you you you've experienced it. <laughs> This is just a way to do this in a much easier fashion that's 100% focused on music. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So if you're new to this, yeah. if you're not a marketing pro, but you still want to take advantage of all of these different tools mm -hmm. that Foundy <laughs> offers, how do you go about it? Are there tutorials on your site? Are there ways that people can see videos somewhere on YouTube or someplace? How do people kind of learn how to do this? Because you and I both know that, you know, once you do it, once you run a campaign, it's not so mysterious or scary. But yeah. just that, that first campaign kind of setting it up, how do you recommend newbies kind of uh, approach that? Yeah, so uh, we we have a uh, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> we have a help section with videos to show people how to get started. <clears throat> you know, build a whole campaign, create your links, create your pages, uh, create your banner ads, and create your advertising campaigns. Um, you can set all that up in under five minutes. Um, but we break it out so you can say, okay, I just want to build links today, and we have YouTube videos for that. Uh, we also have a, a help section on the website. We're getting ready to update all this though, since the UX is uh, is changing. Hopefully, as soon as next week, <clears throat> everybody wow. starts to roll the uh, see see the new UX. Um, uh, and and so we'll have uh, new versions of of, um, um, of those videos. We're also putting um, you know one of those um, like chat bots inside of the the system, so it'll actually walk people through a whole campaign setup. And if they're 
stuck on a page for too long, it'll pop up and give them a little tutorial and say, okay, this is how you create your ad campaign. Like, are you trying to find new fans for the first time? And, you know, uh, then set up this kind of campaign. Um, and, uh, you know, are you trying to reach people, you know, uh, as you were talking about with remarketing that have already engaged you and set up this kind of campaign and we'll give people actual walkthroughs of that in the system as well. Super. But yeah. Cool. I, I can share that link with you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's great. So, so, so Jason, what, is, what is the, the, the costs related to the, to the, uh, the artists for something like this? Um, yeah, in is the there sense a minimum of, budget? It, yeah, it, minimum budgets, cost to use the tools, all of that sort of stuff. Because I know I've encountered marketing companies that are like, yeah, we'll do retargeting, we'll manage, blah, blah, blah. You've got to have a minimum yeah. ad budget of $2,000 a month. And I'm like, well, thank you very yeah. much, <clears throat> but nobody <laughs> other than major <clears throat> companies are going to be able to afford this. The average band releasing their first right. album isn't spending $2,000 just on advertising. So... Do no. you, you know, and, and, and I hate to keep going back to Facebook, but it's the world we all probably understand best. You know, you can go into sure. Facebook and you can spend five bucks a day and actually get some results if you're doing it properly. So that's appealing because it's a small spend, but you get some results. Yeah, um, absolutely. So uh, I'm really excited that we've built this with no minimums. We have 25,000 advertisers that run through our system. So um, at a sort of macro level, the we meet all of our minimums everywhere, uh, which is fantastic. So in order for us to get great inventory, everybody wants us to spend a certain amount. Um, and we have enough running through the system that you can spend $5 right now and you can put your ads on all of our Rolling Stone and Billboard. I mean, you know, to the point, that $5 spreads well, out on it, Rolling Stone. It, exactly. I mean, that's the same yeah. way it works on Facebook. If you only spend 5 bucks, you're only reaching 1,000 of the potential 1 million audience. If you want to reach 1 million people, yeah. you're hmm. going to spend $5,000 a day. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely scales up. I am excited to also uh, say that. Um, so, you know, even the record labels, as you guys know, obviously with all these plaques on the walls, they don't have massive digital advertising budgets. You know, we're... We're involved in a couple of campaigns right now. We don't do agency services anymore, but every now and then with um, you know, some of the companies we have great relationships with, um, we'll help out and advise on, on the advertising side a little bit. And um, you know, we're helping with one campaign where they're spending, I wanna say $25,000 through the lifetime of a six month album cycle um, on digital That's actually a pretty big budget. It's a good, it's a decent agreed. budget. Yeah, I mean, for, for nowadays, I, I think it's pretty decent. And um, but that's you know to your point, that's not twenty five thousand dollars or sorry two thousand um, dollars a platform per day per whatever. It, it's it's uh, that's it's, spread it's out. It's everything months, for the whole the, lifetime. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And so one of the things that um, I mean, I guess one of the ironies that, that I find is that like if you go to some of these websites. It's not artists that are uh, some some of these music websites. It's not artists that are advertising on them. It's it's Pepsi. It's Nissan. It's it's a hotel chain or or it's something you know something with big bucks. But it's not it's not that local band. It's not that mid sized band. And it's not that large band. Not often because most of the time those have ten thousand dollar minimums. We have eliminated the minimums. You have zero minimums. You can spend a dollar right now and you can you can choose this targeting and you will run ads on those websites. <laughs> we also eliminated the $17 CPM. So, you know, as you were saying earlier, the $5 CPMs and stuff that you might find on Facebook, 
the average CPM across these premium music websites is three times that amount. It's like $17. We've eliminated that on average. So, you know, we're bidding. So you, you got you to gotta bid for sure. But uh, our average CPM all in across premium advertising websites, um, like the Rolling Stones and NMEs and Pitchforks and stuff like that, it's $2.89. So we're beating Facebook and you get to be on Pace Magazine and stuff. Um, yeah. I can show you a quick example of a... Of well, a, a while, while you're doing that, let me... A question just popped into my head. So, you know, if you're, if you're an, a, a brand new artist, you've got no, mm -hmm. no audience yet, and yeah. you haven't even... Get, you haven't done anything to build the retargeting database that you can utilize for this effort. Yep. Do those bands have the ability to say, I'd like to run the ads with you. Can I retarget mm -hmm. to a similar artist? Mm. That's a great question. Um, we don't share other people's data across accounts. However, artists can. So um, if you have an artist uh, up in Sausalito and there's another artist down here in, in Los Angeles and maybe they want to do some show swapping or they're similar in fan base and one of them had a cycle six months ago and they're sitting on top of an audience, with two clicks you can share that audience or that artist can share that audience with the other right. artist. Um, so it's almost like a modern day, almost like a modern day sort of show swapping. You yeah. know, you can fans, which is the point, right? When you go to Santa Barbara to play with that other band, you're just trying to play in front of their fans. And now you yeah. can reach their fans if they, they share it with you. And we, we also do it in a way where it's geo-restricted and there's an expiration date. And you're not exporting anything. Right, right. Um, it's, it's not, so you're not no, like, exporting the users' names. and salted encryptions and yeah. all that stuff yep. uh, that somebody could potentially um, you know, unravel. It's literally, it becomes a, um, uh, just something targetable within your screen. That's, That's a great a great service that's uh, it's kind of unique. What about things like just like competitive, like I'm a brand new artist, some kind of a lookalike audience, you know, I want pe people that would love these kinds of bands, I know would love my band. How do you attack those type of audiences? So we do it with, um, uh, we have genres that are broken down instead. So it's like, you know, rock music genres and alternative and hip hop and stuff like that. Um, so we've been able to identify over the last, you know, eight years, um, all these fans of these different genres. Um, with that and with the inventory we have access to, um, we basically break our advertising into two parts, uh, two options. You can either, I mean, outside of the remarketing and email and, and stuff like that, if you want to run a prospecting ad and reach people that are likely to be fans of this kind of music, mm -hmm. then you can either pick, reach as many people, we call it max clicks, um, that are fans of rock music, um, or reach premium websites. And so you know, you're either saying, okay, I want to be on these really premium websites, or I'm just trying to reach the people. Um, and I don't care if they're on you know, um, Jason's Backyard Barbecue Recipes.com. Right. I want to reach the people that are fans of rock. And those crush Facebook and Google custom uh, lookalike audiences and, 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 uh, and interest-based targeting. And it's because these people take actions. They actually took actions to get right. into that. Right. And do you have some sub-genres so it's not just rock, pop, EDM, country? I mean, do you have some kind of more specialized sub-genres? 
Um, we're baking them. We're still baking some of the more specialized subgenres. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're hoping to have some some more of those in there in there pretty soon. One cool thing though is that uh, with the size of the rock audience, um, you know, if you're putting you know, you know like it's like you know new language metal Los Angeles, you know, like you try to sort of self-edit. Well, the system does all the testing for you. It's trying to find who's more likely to engage that um, based on their own interests. So uh, it won't continue to serve that so often to somebody that hates metal, basically. It'll try to cycle through that for you. Um, so even though it's not like, you know, you can break it down into, actually, I do think we have a metal genre, so that might not be the perfect example, but we don't have like UK death punk metal or something right. like that. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but you also get like, <clears throat> you know, on average, <clears throat> say like 15 times more impressions. Um, so it gives you an opportunity to, you know, sort of canvas a little bit further, still saving money. <clears throat> the system gets better click through rates and CPCs um, overall. Um, so, you know, you, you get to do a little testing with it. In my metal, in my rock, where am I going to find my audience? Um, and so it's a combination of you identifying who your likely audience is and then the system trying to cycle through and do the testing for you and, you know, make sure it can, um, you know, bring people in and get eyeballs on and, and very importantly, get, get engagements. Is a majority of your um, customer base artists? Or, because I, I've noticed there are labels, there are management teams. Yeah. Um, what, what is the majority of your, your customer base? So from the um, from the the foundy interface for people using the the links and the pages and the embeds and stuff like that, it's mostly uh, record labels, management companies, promotions companies. <clears throat> um, from the advertising side, though, it's um, I think we have like nineteen thousand uh, like long tail artists, uh, maybe a little more that are using um, you know, the advertising side of the platform, but not necessarily using all the links and the pages and stuff and. I think part of that is, um, uh, you know, we're just going to do a better job at making sure they know how to use all the other tools. And, is you know, is there the is is so so we've, we've we've been talking about advertising and retargeting and everything, but as you you mm -hmm. showed us in your screen share, you can create you know the the landing page, the short URL type landing page. Is there a fee yeah. if an artist just says this sounds exciting? I'm not ready for retargeting and advertising yet, but I'd love to use the landing page tool and functionality to start getting familiar with Foundy. Is there a fee for them to use that? Um, so everything that I showed you so far, uh, other than the other than the advertising itself, is actually free. So you can build landing pages, you can build your HTML5 interactive ads, you can even share those on, on Twitter if you want to. You can build... Um, short links and geo links and uh, embeds and yeah you can use all that for free um all the analytics are free it's not we don't window it it's not like you know if you use the free account you only get seven days of analytics you yeah your whole history of analytics your remarketing audience that you trigger is uh stored in your account as long as you have your account and that's all free as well so all the automation as you get the link clicks as the pixels fire at the, as the pages are clicked uh and, and you fire those pixels all of that rolls back up into your account and it automates the different segments, and all that all that is free. Excellent. Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Jason, before we we wrap up here, um, yeah, let's let's make sure everybody knows where to go. Where can they go to sign up? How do they reach you if they've got questions about this? 
Yeah, um, so it's pretty simple, short URL. It's found.ee, like I found a fan, found.ee. Um, and you can sign up. The whole registration process is automated. You'll get a, an activation email in your inbox, and then you are started immediately. From there, there's a help section. Uh, again, as of uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday, you're going to have uh, a, a, an even newer version of the platform. And we're going to have um, you know, all kinds of great features built into the platform that show you exactly how to use every single page. Um, and in there, there will be a, a custom chat box that you can, you can you know, reach out to and say, hey, how do I use this thing? Um, and, uh, and we have a team that's, that's, that's uh, able to um, you know, get back to people pretty quickly. Um, yeah. And uh, generally, we, just, uh, we have people email us in at uh, cs at thefoundgroup.com. And, um, and, you know, there's five of us that read that email. Um, so whoever gets to it first. Gotcha. And, and can people follow you on Twitter or other socials? They want to see what you're up to? That is absolutely right. And I'm trying to think of what our Twitter is. <laughs> we, we can add it in the show notes. It's, it's okay. fine. <clears throat> cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I will send that along. <laughs> well, this has been an awesome discussion. Um, I can't wait to go in. And, and I think, you know, I'm going to give the advice uh, that I would take, and that is you, you just kind of have to do a campaign. You just you got to jump take in. Take a small campaign and it. just do it. And that's Honestly, that. it's one of the coolest things, man. Um, you know, we, I love when I'm on like a, you know, a Rolling Stone or a billboard or, or a pace or something. And I see one of the ads that I know is one of our ads because we do the, you know, we have a lot of the interactive ads and I click through and I go back into the database. I'm like, that is one of ours, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you can spend, you know, five bucks for sure. You're not going to go as far as you would if you spend a hundred dollars. But yeah, I mean, you know, get out there, test and, you know, do it wrong quickly is what I say. Um, yes. not do, it, do, it, do it wrong quickly and cheaply. That, that, that's, the and biggest, cheap. that's the biggest advice I give to clients is like, all right, if you're going to jump into the advertising world, which you, you need to yep. at some point, don't make yep. your very first campaign as you're trying to figure out how it works your entire budget because oh, yeah. you're not going to get the results you like. You know, start, the, right. start, start with, I tell everybody, start with $5 a day for five days. Just get comfortable mm -hmm. with what it looks like, what the results are, and that way, if if it was a terrible result, you're not out a thousand dollars. You know, you're, right. you're out twenty five bucks. Okay, you know. Yeah, that, and that, as that, Jason said a second ago, I think he nailed it. You, you said the word test. Yeah, that's what you got to test stuff. It sounds pedantic, but do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we have some case studies on our blog as well that show. Um, you know how how some, some of best practices, some best practices. How some long tail artists, you know, have been able to to generate uh, streams and followers on on different streaming platforms with, you know, small budgets. And you know, it, it's like if you want to follow one of those blueprints, go for it. If you want to, you know, write your own recipe, go for it. Because yeah, you can you can do it for you know low test budgets and and just see what works for you. That's awesome. Excellent. That is awesome. Jason. I, I'm, great discussion, I, I, Jason. Yeah, great Thanks. discussion. Great service. Great tool. I'm I'm really looking forward to testing it, digging in, and kicking the tires well, really, a bit here. Really appreciate you guys. I'm, I'm happy that I was able to come on. Um, Discmakers.com. Use code FreeBiz for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value.
I'm I'm very excited to give uh, Foundy a, a test here. Uh, you know, find the first client. Let's give it a test. Let's you know, not just testing yeah. the retargeting, but I want to dig into their their landing pages and all the stuff you can use for free. Yeah, because and it, right. it, it's really important to remember this because he did mention this. Even if you're just using the the landing page for free, you're gathering the retargeting data on your users that are clicking that. Maybe you want yeah. that data six months from now. It's there. You don't have to spend the yeah. money for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we'll do is we'll both kind of do a test with an artist and just a limited budget, a limited time, maybe a small amount for a week. Try it out. But that's the key with any of these platforms like this is you just got to do it. Um, it seems you know, a little scary at first, but once you get in and you fill out the form and you do it and you see the results and you see the information, you just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally recommend everybody to check this out. I mean, if yeah. you are serious about a marketing campaign, advertising has to be part of it. For the most part, people are yeah. looking at Instagram and Facebook advertising. Nothing wrong with that, but it is a bit technical and challenging at mm -hmm. times if you're just yeah. using their native interfaces i can't tell you i've told these stories many times i can't tell you how many clients have wasted money on facebook ads because they weren't prepared and they didn't know what they were doing and right. and at the end of the campaign they were just angry and they were angry at facebook yeah. for not doing it and then the problem is yeah. facebook did exactly what you asked it to do Right. You didn't have the right yeah. targeting. You didn't have the right messaging. So, you know, to Jason's point, test, 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 test. And, and that's how you're going to find yeah. what works. Yeah, I agree. I think with Facebook, sometimes people go for a too broad or general of an audience. And I think with Foundy, you can really hyper-target, but you're also going out to a network that's music-focused from a company that's music-focused. So I think you may find that you get better results, but yeah. it'll be interesting to, yeah. to do this. What a great platform. Yeah, definitely. Um, so before we wrap up, just a quick Quick shout out to our sponsors and supporters. Thank you, HypeBot.com and BandsInTown.com, everything you do to support us. And, of course, DiscMakers.com. Uh, we appreciate it so much for, for your sponsorship and your support week after week. It means a lot to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. And uh, one final plug, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button. Don't ever miss another episode. On Spotify, click the follow button so you never miss an episode on Spotify. And iTunes, leave a review and a rating if, if you're listening to us there. And, of course, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Um, that's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see you next episode.